Hi, this is Dee Wallace from E.T. and Cujo in the Howling, and you're listening to The Horror Squad. Squad podcast tonight. We're talking about 1996, The Craft. Um, myself, Todd, is here, and we got Sam, Joe, and Steve. Thank you for listening. Uh, just a reminder: if you want to reach us, hit up our email at thehorsequadpodcast at gmail Sorry, Steve, you usually say that. I kind of stole it that time. But um, what's up, everybody? Not much. Just well, Sam. Start. It's we're in September now. The start of spooky season. Why are you yelling at? Sorry. Joking. What am I supposed to say? Start a spooky season. It is well, I guess for the official, I guess. Um, so Freeform has announced their Thirty One Nights of Halloween. Steve, have you seen this? I have. Yes. Well, we don't have Freeform here, but I, I saw the list. Well, we don't have the channel either, but I always still like to see. We do what... have the channel. Oh shit! I always forget. <laughs> Damn. We got cable well, that, now. So. We got cable now. Well, that would be exciting. You guys got cable? Oh. Yeah, we got it like uh, like six months ago, I think. It was actually cheaper because our cable went up. Sure it was, Joe. That's just what they say to lie to you. Yeah. I haven't had cable in a long time. I just do the internet. Yeah, I haven't had cable in probably like 10 years. Kind of nice. Oh, wow. It is nice just to have, like, stability. And not worrying about, like, links not working and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. And I like, um, like, just being able to channel surf when you're bored. Mm-hmm. I did miss that, so. Yeah. But, you know, we're excited to talk some craft. We get the craft playing in the background right now. Uh, yeah. Why do you, I'm looking at this 31 Nights of Halloween, and it's kind of strange that they have the same movie in multiple different nights. Okay, so that's mm-hmm. the thing, Todd. You should have seen it last year. It was awful. Like, last year was probably the worst. And I think everyone, like, pretty much bitched at them. And so they've made some improvements this year. But, yeah, I don't really know why they call it 31 Nights if it's the same 10 movies. Like, Yeah. I think maybe they consider the night, like, the 8 o'clock show to where they're like, oh, we can show it at 6 on Wednesdays and at 9 on Saturday. It counts different. Yes, I mean you got Hocus Pocus on day one and then day four. So it's like I not even a big Pocus, gap. Hocus Pocus is being played like like fifteen times, like no joke. Yeah, well, they four. usually have Hocus Pocus marathon on Halloween Day, I think. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited that they've added Halloween Town one and two. Those are good. Someone uh, was upset. They were like, only Scream 1 and Scream 2. I thought they'd have more horror movies. And I'm like, okay, it's a family channel. But yeah, Reform's not yeah. horror. Like, yeah. uh, AMC usually has, they do Fear Fest, which is, they always have like some good horror movies on there. Yeah. But I think, I th- it's fun for like the Halloween kid in yourself. So, definitely enjoy it. Well, they do have some horror. I mean, Scream is like not. I thought there was like another horror movie. I guess Beetlejuice would be the closest one. Yeah. Or Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow. I love Sleepy Hollow. I think that's underrated. Yeah, I saw that one in the theater. 
Me too. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Mm. It's got Casper Van Dien in it. It does. Johnny Reed. Yeah, he gets cut in half. He does. It's awesome. He gets cut. <laughs> Doesn't he get cut in half in uh, Starship Troopers at one point too? What are you talking about? He's the lead character. Not well. He dies though and comes back to life. What are you talking? What Starship Troopers did you watch? Rico dies and then Ratchak saves him. Well, that's different than. He, yeah, he got saved like right before he got killed. He didn't die. He was like dead. He just got stabbed put, in the leg. He was like dead. They put him in that like tank. He was killed. They even so do they? Him, they even had him killed in action, Todd. They had him because he was missing in action. Clendathu had a hundred thousand deaths. Go. <laughs> Yes. So did uh, Luke Skywalker got put in the tank too, and he wasn't dead. That's true. All right. Don't you, don't you try to argue with my favorite movie? <laughs> non horror. Oh, your favorite movie, but you won't pay twenty seven dollars for a t shirt. Twenty seven dollars is ridiculous. <laughs> I I'll pay. Up, I'll, uh, I'll do twenty bucks for it, 20 not twenty seven right. plus shipping. Middle of uh, Middle of Beyond is doing a sale on their button ups. They're usually like fifty five dollars, and I got the Dawn of the Dead button up for twenty five bucks. That's not bad at all, actually. And I also picked up the uh, Elvira and uh, Michael Myers Halloween sweat sweaters for twenty five bucks too, and those are usually like eighty dollars. What was the site? Uh, middle of Beyond. Oh okay. I don't know if they're still running the sale, but they may be. They may be. Well, Joe didn't don't. tell you that two of the tops he got, I already own, so he's pretty much copying me yet again. What, what else? He always, he's he always doing Halloween that shit. top and then the other Halloween shirt. What Halloween top? I didn't get the Halloween button up. I just got the Halloween sweater you got. You said you got the button No, no, no. I didn't get the Halloween button up. Yeah, you better not have. I got the Dawn of the Dead button up, the Halloween sweater, and the Elvira sweater. 75 bucks for the Return of the Living Dead flannel. Yeah, that's Come on. easy. No thanks. Yeah, their prices are always like super high. Um, that's why I wait for the sales. If you wait for the sales, they're worth it. Yeah, it looks like the sale's not on anymore. Oh, actually, it is. Ghostbusters one is twenty five bucks. Yep. Okay. Okay. Take a look. They probably got the Dawn of the Dead still available too. Mm-hmm. I'll look while Steve gives our social media shit. Yeah. All right. Um, you can ask us questions on social media at the Horror Squad Podcast, uh, or you can ask us by email the Horror Squad Podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, the first question is actually from me. Um, so I talked about a couple episodes. I'm moving. Uh, I actually just got my house yesterday, and part of getting a new house is for me anyway is getting new furniture and stuff. And particularly in this case, I'm getting new couches and a new TV for my man cave. So my question is, what do you guys think the f- first horror movie I should watch on my brand new TV? First all, off, how big we going? 85. Whoa! We're going 4K? Oh, of course. This motherfucker, right? This money bags. <laughs> Jesus. 85? That's gigantic. Yeah, it's so big that I wasn't sure it was going to fit on the wall. It makes it, so... What kind of mount do you need for that thing? Uh, They sell a mount 70 to 90. Okay. So I had to buy a special mount for it. Any more details then? We got the 80 inch or 85 inch? 85. Okay. Why don't you go next time, cheapskate? Anyway. (laughs) um, (laughs) uh, Are you going to have surround sound or a sound bar, or what's the deal with the audio? Uh, I surround sound. 
Um, okay, is it true surround sound with like the speakers behind you? Yeah, yeah, it is. Okay. Well, I mean, they're, they're kind of like on the side. Yeah, I guess they're kind of behind me, but anyway. Uh-huh. Um, th- yeah, I have that. Uh, I bought theater seating with you know two cups and two cup holders, electric recliners, and stuff like that. Okay. Damn, Steve. I'm sick. You be my sugar daddy. <laughs> um, Sam, we already discussed this. He's already mine. Thanks. Um, I think you should go with Dawn of the Dead remake because, one, the action-packed and the sound system will really thump when they're running around and shit. And two, it's probably one of the best remakes ever made. So I'm going Dawn remake. All right. Well, I'm going to go. Good choice. Steve, I'm saying The Conjuring because... Hello, it's beautiful. Imagine watching that on your big-ass screen TV. And also, the sound in that, it's going to frighten you so bad that your butthole will clinch the whole time. Uh, yeah. I like <laughs> um, I'm going to go... Well, we're in the spooky season, so I'm going to say you got to do like a Halloween-y type movie. Or something like that. So, I'll throw out... Uh, I'm going to throw out... Just, just Let's just go a classic. Halloween. The original Halloween. Yes. No, good. <laughs> All good choices. Uh, and also, listeners, if you want to send me a DM and let me know your choices. Uh, I know I got a, quite a few when I asked about the whole theater experience thing. So... I'd love to know what you guys think, because I'm still on the fence. I'm not sure what I'm going to do for the first one. You got to pick uh, now. Yeah, last time, I was tell- saying in the chat, uh, last time I got a new TV, I watched Maggie, uh, the <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, zombie yeah, film. Yeah, not, not great. And Arnold does not look good in 4K, <laughs> I got to say. I love Arnold, but damn. Doubt to hear. <laughs> I look great for 75 years old. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Zombies. <laughs> I'd love to know what people think. Um, all right. Let's get into some real questions. Uh, first one comes to us from Mandy. She says, uh, recommend the movie starting with the letter N. N for Nancy. Just in case you didn't understand that. <laughs> Thank you. Obviously, the whole Great. Nightmare on Elm Street franchise maybe skip over parts uh two and five because they're the worst ones but two is not terrible man i don't like you're just i'm I'm against two uh one three and four are all amazing though and i uh i also feel like new nightmare is pretty underrated i don't like new nightmare i know most people don't but i don't know i feel like it was scream before scream it's very self-aware it was like a trial run for scream it really was yeah it was it was Craven's trial run, but I really like it. I, I like uh, that they went different, like original with it. So, yeah. I'm gonna go with uh, one we talked about a few times: Night of the Demons two and three, because Night of the Demons one is already watched a lot. Yeah, but two and three are really good too. I I agree, Todd. I really enjoyed all three of them. Yeah, avoid the remake though. That was oh, yeah. trash. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Um, of course, Night of the Living Dead, especially the remake. I really like the Sweeney version. Uh, one that doesn't get talked a lot about, and I think people should check out, is Needful Things from '93. 
That's a Stephen King adaptation. It stars Max von Sydow as a shop owner where he always has the item that you want, but it comes at a price. And it's a really interesting film. Uh, it's apt for a remake, I think. Um, but do check it out. I think it's something that people don't talk about. Yeah. My favorite, uh, vampire near dark. That's a good one. Mm. Still haven't seen it. Oh my word. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, I don't know. Damn, you got any Not off the top of no. my head. Yeah, I can't think of anything. What's else, that honestly. list look yeah. like? I'm, I'm pulling up a list right now. Original Night of the Living Dead, obviously. And Steve? Oh, did Steve say it? Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, this is awkward. Uh, all right. Uh, let's get to her next question here, because we do have quite a few of them. Uh, she says, who is the best witch of all time? Oh, best witch. That's hard. The Blair Witch. Mm. Obviously. She's kind of mean, though. I mean, we don't even really see her ever or anything. Um, But she's pretty great. I love her. I'm going with Samantha from Bewitched. Oh. Oh, no, it's cool. She still wanted, she still had like an everyday normal life, but then she would use her magic for good. And when she had to help her stupid. I'm also going to give a shout-out to the Grand High Witch from The Witches, because she's fucking terrifying, and she hates kids. And, you know, I'm not a big fan of kids myself. Um, I'm going classic, The Wicked Witch. Ooh. From, uh... Yeah. I agree, Wizard Oz. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's, cre- she's creepy, yeah, man. She is scared. She is. Yeah. Plus, she has an army of flying monkeys, which is pretty cool. Pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and obviously for me, uh, it's Hermione Granger from Harry Potter. Come on. Is there any other choice? I've never seen I Harry Potter movies. I don't know. I've never watched Harry Potter, so I don't even know. I, I, I do love that series, I'll, I will admit, but yeah. uh, no. Uh, you know, I, I also wrote down The Wicked Witch of the West. I mean, that's like the kind of quintessential witch, and yeah. she's just absolutely fucking terrifying. For such a, like, light, supposed to be light movie, uh, yeah. She's scary as hell. Was it, ever, was it ever disproven or proven that that guy committed suicide on that disproven. set? Disproven. Disproven, uh, yeah. When the, the 4K release came out, uh, it's very clearly a bird that uh, just, just looks like someone's hanging. Um, gotcha. But uh, in the old, like, kind of film days, that you couldn't see it as well, so it looked like someone hung themselves. But no, it's very, very clearly a bird. The one that always creeped me out was the Three Men and the Baby one. Where they said it was like oh. a ghost, but it was like a cardboard cutout. But I remember watching that and being like, "Who the fuck is that in the background?" That's a ghost, bro. Yeah, right. That's I not, don't know if I know that. It's one. creepy. Cause why? Why would think about these guys? Why would they have a cardboard cutout of a young boy? Right. Because because of a, a scene, they cut out a scene where he's a marketer, and he has that picture in that. Steve, scene. don't ruin it for me. Uh-huh. Right, well, what you want me to say? <laughs> no, no, no. Cutout scene is not canon. Therefore, it's still <laughs> yeah, a ghost. Right. Exactly. She's over here ruining childhood. Yeah. <laughs> all, all this uh, old rumors. All right. Uh, her next question. Who picked which movie and why? Picked, uh, oh. Well, Sam, you lead it off since you won. <laughs> Sam always wins. Again. Um, I picked The Craft just because it's, it's 
good. Like, I feel like it still holds up. Um, I was obsessed with it when I was younger. And then, what was my other pick? Oh, Jawbreaker. I don't know. High school was tough, so I relate to, like, all these little movies where you have, like, the main girl who's just trying to fit in and do her thing, and then all these fucking bitches come along trying to drag you down. It's like nostalgia for me, you know? Uh, I picked The Faculty because I just loved that movie growing up, Um, and it's just, like, a really fun, like, watch like it's great and it's got a great cast of characters too and uh yeah really love that one then i also picked the house on sorority row just because it's just like classic you know like slasher stuff so and i thought you've never even seen it so yeah Um, i don't remember my choices Uh, buffy okay buffy the vampire slayer um, cause she's a babe, Christy Swanson, right? Yeah. Luke Perry, hello. Me, me and Tim met Christy Swanson. She's still hot. Yeah. yeah she is. She makes her own, um, um, she makes her own, uh, wood, wood stapes. Sticks. That's what I had yeah. to sign, yeah. Yeah, and, um, it's just good. Like, all around, just good. And I, I, I love the scene, too. Paul Rubin's like, free, ah, ee, uh. I really enjoy that movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's a great one. And then what was my other choice, Steve? I don't remember the other one. Uh, uh, something. They didn't <laughs> win, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, as for me, I picked Disturbing Behaviors because uh, the movie is really good, but the soundtrack is one of my favorite uh, soundtracks from that era. I just absolutely loved, loved it. And the other one I picked was My Boyfriend's Back. I don't know. I, I haven't seen this since the 90s, and it was mentioned when we did, I think it was a zombie vote at one point, and I figured I'll bring it for this vote because I thought, cool, no one ever really talks about that movie, so I knew it wouldn't win, but it got more votes than I thought it would, so. It did. It was a very close vote between uh, the faculty and the craft. The craft just edged it out, and then I think my boyfriend's back came in third, actually. And Todd, your other choice was Cry Wolf. Yeah. Cry Wolf is a a good one, I think. I've seen it one time. <laughs> um, it's about college, and they make up a serial killer. That's not real. It's very like um, April Fool's Day, kind of. Cool. Uh, and our last question, uh, this might be more for T- Steve and Todd, but if you were to design a horror video game, what would be the primary enemy type? I feel zombies and zombie variants are played out. Agreed. Um, but those new Resident Evil games are badass, though, so. Yep. Um, I don't know. You got anything on top of your head, Steve? I, I, you know, I, I was thinking that witches would be really cool. Um, so, well, I know they had Blair Witch, so. Yeah, but you don't really see her much, right? Yeah, that's true. Um, like, I'm thinking of, was it the, the Pale Door that had witches in it, the movie? Yep. Uh, I thought that they were really, like, creepy and cool, and I thought it would be cool to have a game kind of like that. And one of the scariest video game characters, it's in a zombie game, I, I know, but uh, Left for Dead, and there's a witch where mm. you can, she's crying, and she just stays stationary, but if she yeah. sees you, she goes absolutely apeshit on you. And that character is fucking terrifying. So to have a game with witches like that would be just awesome. That would be cool. 
Um, you never really see aquatic horror games that often. Um, so I think like maybe some like sea serpents or something like that. Be, and you're like set in like old times, so you don't have guns or anything. I think that'd be cool, like a little survival horror thing. Did you ever play that game where you're the shark? Like you eat no, no, no. Man-eater? No. Yeah. I, I watch, so if, repetitive. If it's on sale, I'll get it, but it's really expensive for, like, basically just a One sandbox move. team. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Um, so that's it for Mandy. Next one's come from Weezerface. Uh, first question. This, it, uh, this movie is ready for a remake or too soon, speaking of the craft? I mean, it's getting remade. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's re- ready for a remake, or is it too soon for a remake? I would say too soon. That would be my... I mean, what, is it 20 years old now? 96. Yeah. I would say not needed, honestly. It's it's nothing that really needs an update. You right. know, there's not... There's no bad graphics, really, and... Yeah, it's pretty... Re- and it's still pretty relevant to this day, like... To do with like bullying, and a lot of them have like the same issues. A lot of people still go. Yeah, definitely, especially some of the um, the support is uh, the black character too. I was like, oh, I don't remember that at all. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's just not needed. Period. Sam, what do you think? Since you picked this movie, uh, I mean, I agree with you guys. Like, I don't think it's necessary, but. I'll still watch it. Are you excited for the remake? Um, I don't know. I don't really know too much about it. I just know that there's one. I just know I it's Blumhouse, I, from what I I believe, and uh, I know it's female directed. I don't. Was this one female directed? The original? Ella? I'm not sure. I think it was a no, sure it's it's Andrew Fleming. Okay, yeah. it was a guy. Yeah, this, this new one updated is going to be a female director. And... Well then, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm not really sure on the cast. Yeah, and I, yeah, I, I agree. Like, I'll, I'll I'll maybe see it, but I don't think it was really needed. Uh, I think this movie holds up just fine. So. Yeah. Um, her next question. Why do you think little girls seem to turn to witchcraft when they're together? Sam and probably any girl will know what I mean. Sleepovers always boil down to Ouija boards, light as a feather, and mixing potions. Are little girls inherently spooky? Yes, and uh, we're also really magical. That's a thing, huh? Girls, like, would do that a lot? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, we'd always play, like, Ouija board, light as a feather, and then we would also play the game um, Black what is it called? Black. Oh my god, I can't talk. Black cat scratch fever or something like that. What is that? What is that? It's where you have someone. You guys haven't heard. What is it? No. Maybe it's just called cat scratch fever. Um, it's where you have someone lay on a bed and there's at least one person on each side. So you have the middle person laying in the bed and someone tells a story about like. You're walking through the woods, and they kind of tell you what you see so you can envision it. They're like, you're walking through the woods, there's sun, or if it's raining, or whatever they want to do, and you just have to imagine that you can see it, and that you're there, and that you can smell everything, whatever. Like, anything they say, you have to envision yourself. And then they say, um, a black cat crosses your path, and then... I don't know, I can't remember how it happens, but you get the person up and you like lift up their shirt on their back and then there's cat scratches on their back. Oh. Yep. 
I'm reading how to how to do it right now. It was fun. Did you have the person put their head in your lap and rub their temples? Um, no. Just the saying right here. I don't remember that. It was just we always had them lay on a bed. That's all I remember. I would say, um, so I don't know about you, uh, Todd and Steve, but I, I will say that is not what boys would do um, when they would have their sleepover <laughs> and <enough>. stuff. <laughs> we would be like starting on each other. Yeah, you, yeah games. it usually consists of uh, playing video games, wrestling, uh, and yeah. ding dong, ding dong ditch. Yeah, we're like going and looking for like. Yeah. Whoever's gaz it was, porn stash. So that's usually, <laughs> that's usually what it was. Shout out, shout out to Mitchell's dad's porn. Yeah, yeah, or or we always used to like jump out my friend's like window and like just like sneak out at night, and, run like, around, ding dong ditch, and do stuff. Hell yeah. You you'd find the dad that had the wine coolers in the garage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good times. They're over here doing witchcraft and casting yeah. spells and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny though because that, that's totally true. My my sister also did that kind of stuff. Yeah, so, I remember my sister. It's just like a thing. Yeah, my sisters did the same thing. I remember like I like would used to like want to like go and I was younger, so I would used to like want to like hang out with them when they would have their sleepovers. And I remember like I would see them playing like the light as a feather, stiff as a board, and stuff like that. So yeah, it's interesting. And then you became stiff as a board watching. Oh. Damn it, Sam! I didn't say that. <laughs> Sick. All right. Um, so moving on with her, her last question, uh, a fuck Mary kill. Oh. With Nancy, Bonnie, and Rochelle from the craft. Oh. Wait, which one are we missing? Is that, that, that's that's. Uh, so, Nancy's the like Faruza uh, Bach. Yep. Uh, Bonnie's Neff Campbell and Rochelle is Rachel True. Okay, so we're missing uh, Sarah's Sarah then. Okay, we're, I'm not we're missing. Playing. No, there's no Sarah in this. You only get the crazy ones. Crazy. All right, so I'm uh, I'm marrying Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell's character. What's her name? Bonnie. Bonnie. Just because you know she seems like a sweet you know sweet girl for the most part. Loses those Before or after now. her transformation, though. Ooh, I don't know. Because she kind of turns into a mean girl. Yeah, exactly. A, well, before the transformation. Because I could live with those Well, then she was all reserved then. you got to deal with that. Yeah. Yeah, think about it, Joe. I'm still going to marry her, though. Um, and then I'm, I'm going to uh, bang Rochelle. And then I'm killing Feruza because I've just, I don't know, I've never, I know a lot of guys like find her super hot and like attractive. I've just, she's never been my type. And she's just, in, in this movie especially, she's like, crazy. Yeah, she's a little frumpy in this movie. But I think, I think in Waterboy she looks pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so I bang her because she seems very wild. Um,. I'm not marrying Nev Campbell because she seemed like she would really bother me. Like, hey, let's, you know, let's take a shower together. I don't want you to look at me. You know what I mean? I'm not going to deal with that. And then I'm uh, marrying Rochelle because she seemed the most normal out of them. That is true. She was pretty normal. Yeah. I'd say I'm marrying mm-hmm. Rochelle. Um, I guess I would sleep with Bonnie and then... Say, see you later. Faruza? Faruza. Oh, same thing for me, too. 
Yeah. Same thing. Intimidated. I wouldn't be able. Like I'm. <laughs> she's too much. I couldn't handle it. In a good way. All right. You guys have convinced me. I'm Mary Rochelle. <laughs> That's what. <Okay>. It is. <laughs> you still killing Nancy though? Uh, yeah. Because I don't know. I'm now that we're watching it in the background, and I'm watching uh, Nev Campbell's like character carrier books with like up to her face and shit. And I'm like, no, I can't mm-hmm. do that. You can't deal with her carrying books. No, just like that that attitude. <laughs> what attitude is that? Like the reserved like thing. Like can't do it. I feel like I'm kind of reserved. No. Girl. <laughs> what? You got a YouTube channel? Yeah, right. This girl yeah. would never have a YouTube channel. <laughs> Fine. She's like very emo. We'd probably get <laughs> the same type of music. All right, uh, next question comes from the real KKM. He says, hey, guys, was wondering, what's all your favorite movie? Favorite horror, horror movie? movie? I would, I would, yeah, probably. Oh, Do Dawn of the Dead. favorite horror non-horror? I'll go first. Okay. My favorite horror right. movie is Halloween. My favorite non is Clueless. All right, my favorite horror movie is The Shining, and my favorite non-horror is Goodfellas. Okay. Dawn of the Dead original? Non-horror uh, would probably be The Fighter. With uh, and Mark Wahlberg? Also with Wahlberg, yeah, I love that movie. Oh, nice. Great movie. But if I, had, if I had to go, like, non-genre, it would be The Fighter. But if I had a genre, it would be Starship Troopers. Nice. I've actually, me and Sam, uh, my, actually, were you there, Sam? When we, Yeah, we saw Mickey Ward, right? The real Mickey Ward? Yeah, we went to a boxing match and he was there. Because he's from that's South cool. here. And I'm also the Dawn of the Dead for horror, and Shawshank Redemption for non-horror. Good one. All right. Uh, next one comes to us from Cody. He says, with Halloween looming, has any of you made a watch list for a countdown to the 31st? If so, what's on it? I haven't, but me and Sam have talked about it. But Sam said tonight you said you already have one, so let's, let's hear it. I mean, I'm not going to say all my 31 lists, right. but I have one for when I do it for Halloween Happy. But, like, some of the ones for the, I have a family-friendly one and then a horror one. I have, like, a lot of the old-school Disney movies on there, like Don't Look Under the Bed, Classic. Twitches, stuff like that. What about on your horror list? Uh, Give us a couple. Like, Trick or Treat, Halloween, obviously... <laughs> Um, Beetlejuice, um, The Craft is on there. Did Todd just fart on Trick or Treat? I think so. I was, yeah, trying, to, I I was trying to ignore it. Not a fan, huh? <laughs> no, I like it. I just don't like it as much as a lot of people do. Sure. I don't see how the nerdy dad gets to make out with the hot chick. <laughs> just saying. Just, just saying. Well, because he's in, like, disguise, isn't he? I, I... Yeah, I guess. Be like all sexual with that. All right. Like a Casanova. All right. Um. Yeah. So I was thinking. Um. I don't know if we're gonna do it or not, but I was thinking maybe the horror squad will make a list of thirty-one films for October, kind of a uh, mix yeah. of all our recommendations, and we'll put it out there on the internet. I think if we, we should. Have... Yeah. Definitely. We can That's a good pick, idea. Uh, yeah. We can each pick like six right. movies each or whatever. Like yeah, and just try to like mix different genres and make recommendations and stuff. Uh, we're not—I don't think I'd go super obvious for mine. 
Um, I think people who listen to our show have watched Halloween and, you know, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street and all that kind of stuff. So I'd pick lesser known, I guess, horror films or things that people don't talk enough about and stuff like that. So you should stay tuned for that. Uh, his next question, is there one movie you always look forward to start the season off right to? Um, I don't think, you know what I really look forward to is not maybe a movie or show, but it's seeing commercials, you know? Um, that's something that like really kicks it off for me. Like, like everyone does like a little Halloween thing, Reese's Pieces does, you know, like everyone has something. I love seeing that stuff. But as far as horror movies, I mean, we watch them all year long, so nothing really kicks it off for me. Sam and Joe? <laughs> I mean, I guess either Hocus Pocus or Halloween Town. Uh, I don't really, yeah, I wouldn't say, like, I have anything that, like, kicks it off for me. It's just, like, when I start, when stuff starts popping up on the TV and stuff, and I'll, like, stop and, like, watch, like, those, that stuff. But I do always look forward every year to watching Hocus, I gotta say, watching Hocus Pocus. It just gets me in that Halloween. And mine's a new addition that I started for myself. So six years ago, I started building a spooky town horror, uh, like, village thing in my house for Halloween. And the first year I did it, I don't know why, I think I picked um, Return of the Living Dead as one of the movies I put in the background while I'm building it. And it's almost like every year I feel that that's the movie that I should watch as I'm doing it. So now it's almost like a tradition, and that's usually the first thing I do to kick off the Halloween spirit. So definitely Return of the Living Dead is kind of my kickoff point. But Hocus Pocus is also something I watch early on in the season, and then I save Halloween for Halloween Day as I'm carving pumpkins. So. How, how big is your town grown, man? Oh, fucking hell. It's, <laughs> how many boxes I, I, let, did it take? Let, 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 let me put it this way. I bought a new house because I need room for the fucking town. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, it's 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 getting a little out of hand, to be honest. Uh, I, I bought like six new pieces this year, and last year it was already two tables full. So, yeah. Have, have you ever thought of doing something like uh, the character in Beetlejuice, Steve, like a little mock town? I think that would be something you would excel in. Well, that, that's kind of what it is, right? I know, but like based on like a real th- like a real town. Yeah. Well, I'd have to. I'm not that great at building stuff myself. Mm. Uh, so I just kind of rely on them for the pieces, but I am starting to be more cognizant of like, like I have a carnival section. So I try to buy pieces for the carnival section and I have a uh, kind of biker section, uh, you know, so I kind of do know what themes I'm going with more and more. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's getting bigger and bigger and I can't wait to do it this year because the pieces I bought this year are really fucking cool. So yeah, it's fun. The, 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 my big issue, though, is that all these things have to be plugged in, and that's right. Like, it, yeah, it, I'm becoming like Clark Griswold when I plug these things in. <laughs> you know, like a total fucking danger to the neighborhood. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how I do it now this year. Um, all right, and next question comes to us from Brad. If there was one film out of the Friday the 13th, Halloween, and Nightmare on Elm Street franchises you could throw out of the series, which one would it be? Ooh, good, good question. question. Yeah, really good question. 
What was it? What movie out of the Nightmare on Elm Street you could throw out of the franchise? Friday the 13th. And Friday the 13th, too. And Halloween. Or Halloween. Yeah. Or Halloween? You just pick one. Yeah, out of the... Oh, wow. One that, all of out them? of the three that you're like... Or all of them. I don't know. Whichever you want. Oh, all right. I'll pick... Hmm. This is hard. Um, Halloween Resurrection immediately comes to mind just oh. because... They, you. they kill Jamie Lee, uh, Laurie's character, in, like, the very beginning of the movie. It was just, like, such a slap in the face to the fan base. And then you get fucking Buster Rhymes doing Kung Fu on Michael Ugh. Myers. And it's just Kicks really Michael Myers' movie. ass. It's just a really terrible movie. Although there are some fun parts in it, and I do kind of like the found footage stuff they do in it. Um, but overall, just, like, killing Laurie in the beginning there just was just so dumb. And it completely ruins the ending of H202, which I think was, like, almost a damn near perfect ending to, like, end mm-hmm. that canon. And it just, like, ruined it. So, yeah, I'll go with that one. Okay, I'll take Friday the 13th then. Um, I would take out Jason Takes Manhattan. Um, uh, just because just because they don't really do Manhattan that often, that much don't. in the movie. Yeah, it's just kind of like a sellout. They, you know, they, they pitch it to be... In New York City, and it's only in there for maybe 15, 20 minutes, and the rest of it's on a boring-ass boat. So the New York stuff's great, but the boat stuff is pretty terrible, so I'll remove that one. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll take Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, I won't say the the, uh, remake, because I don't count it part of the series, but for me, a new nightmare. I just don't like it. It never resonated with me at all, so Mm -hmm. that's the one I would remove from, uh, from the series. I don't know too much about the Friday the 13th ones. They all kind of blend in. Okay. But I guess... Well, you're I, a Halloween girl, so... I know. I guess I'd have to say The Curse of Michael Myers. Oh, oh I like Curse. That one, but I like Curse. Uh, I mean, I like it, but I'm saying if I have to pick one. Yeah. So I'm definitely keeping Resurrection in there. Have you ever what, why, why the love... I don't know if I have. It's the one Which that one? I uh, don't remember the most. Like, it's not very detailed in my mind until I watch it. Which one did you say? Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Part six. Okay. Well, why the love for Resurrection, Sam? Because uh, you got Busta Rhymes, you got Tyra Banks, you got Ryan, uh, Miriam, like, hello, has a great cast. Who the hell's Ryan Miriam? From Final yeah. Oh, okay, that kid. Yeah. Fuck you, Ben Franklin. Right, he's the... No, he can't be in that one. That way, he was way too young for that, probably. Which one? No, it's, it he's the like same in three and two or three. I can't remember. Yeah, he's the one that says "fuck you, Ben Franklin." Right? I don't remember that part, but yeah. anyway. Ryan. <laughs> he was in, Mar- in a bunch of Disney movies. Yeah, he was in the Thirteenth Year and the Luck of the Irish. Yeah, <laughs> Joe knows what's up. Oh yeah. Smart Smart House. Smart House, yeah. yeah Smart House was great. That movie's actually kind of scary. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. He's the part three guy. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, he's in Taken. Did you guys ever watch Taken? Wait. Maybe Steve has. Like uh, Liam Neeson yeah, Taken? Liam Neeson, yeah. Yeah, that movie rules. No, 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 not that movie. That, oh, okay. No. <laughs> a, miniseries, a miniseries by Spielberg called Taken. Oh, no. I've never seen that. He's in, he's I feel in like that. I have. I don't remember it. It's about aliens over like a thou- like hundred years. Yeah. It's pretty good. He's in that one, though. Long story short. Hmm. All right. Uh, let's move on. We have three questions left. First one from Mike. This one's only for Sam. Oh. If you could be one of the four witches, which would you replace? No saying you'd be a fifth witch. 
Whose life do you want? Damn, who do you want? For who? The witch. What witch do you want to be? In the craft? Yep. Sarah. Sarah? Yeah. Why? Um, I just feel like I can relate to her. Okay. Um, Sarah seems the most normal. I wouldn't say she's normal, because, I mean, she's definitely done, like, self-harm to herself, dealing with her mom's death, but I feel like... Yeah, she's a cutter, right? Yeah. I feel like, uh, she she means well. She doesn't want to harm other people. Right. Unless she's being harmed, so... What about who would you guys want to be? Who would you think I would have chosen? No, I think Sarah. I think Sarah is probably the best choice. Out of yeah, the four of them. I agree. Yeah. Um, all right. Next question comes to us from Justin. Says, were any of you ever bullied in school, and did you ever daydream of having special powers to deal with said bullies? <laughs> I feel like everyone was bullied at least like yeah. at some point in their life. You know, I definitely was. Um, not so much in high school, but I feel like in like uh, middle school I was. Yeah. Middle school is a tough age because everyone yeah. is like thinking they're hot shit. Yeah. Um, my daughter just went into middle school and, well, I guess I guess it doesn't count because it's digital. It's different. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think everyone had some kind of bully problems, right? And I think pretty much everyone fantasized about, you know, doing something. Yeah, I got bullied by one person in grade eight. What's his name? No, he's, he's dead. He got murdered. Oh, oh I was gonna, about to stalk some shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah he got murdered uh, a couple of years after. Steven did. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I will have this part out. <laughs> 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 no, uh, yeah, no, I just, he, he, uh, he got kicked out of school for something, drugs or something, or gun possession or whatever. And, uh, yeah, he got murdered in grade, what would have been grade 10 or 11, so. Did you go to Murder, murder, like... Sorry? Some Degrassi shit right there, Sam. Well, I am Canadian, so... (laughs) (laughs) It's the mean streets of Canada here, you know? That sucks. I hate bullies, man. Yeah, they're awful. Hate them. Makes sense. Uh, All right. Last question comes to us from Kate. She says, Have any of you ever explored witchcraft, or do you have friends that are witches? I mean, Joe and Sam, you live in fucking Salem. <laughs> you gotta know some witches. Uh, yeah, I'm sure Sam probably more than I do, but I, I mean, I've seen like people out and about that I'm like, oh yeah, it's definitely like a witch, and like there are people who own shops that like are practicing witches. I mean, there are a lot of practicing witches around. Is it bullshit? I mean, you gotta think about it. Like, there's the witch. There's the witches of where like most people think of it. Like, you're doing like bad spells and like all of that stuff on people but witchcraft like the like during these days and this time I feel like is like even just like meditating that can be viewed as witchcraft even just like cleansing your apartment from like negative energy and all of that stuff like just really trying to what am I trying to say I just don't think it's like what you think of in the movies you know like a lot of the witches here are like they do witchcraft with wellness and stuff like that. So it's not just like abracadabra, I put a spell on you. Yeah. Yeah. There are a lot of witch like shops in town and they're very like earthy and like hippie. And yeah. Yeah. I'd say like more hippie. That's a good word for it. Mm. Um, Yeah. I mean, 
seems pretty cool. I mean, even Sam, Sam like burns sage stuff out in the house all the time. Like, yeah, that's what she does when you're there. (laughs) (laughs) The pentagram comes out when you go to work, huh? She busts out the voodoo doll and starts poking me. Yep, (laughs) poking you in the butt. (laughs) Ooh, thank you. (laughs) So that's why it feels good when I'm driving, huh? All right. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stuck. <laughs> uh, I, I, so one of my friends was a witch, and I actually went to a uh, to her the baptism of her child, which was in the Wiccan religion, and it was a very interesting experience. Well, I got to say that is uh, one guy described his voyage to another plane of existence, and that was pretty fascinating. I gotta say, I was uh, is. It was something else. So yeah. Instead of taking communion, do they do a magic mushroom on your tongue? No, she had like a skull of some kind of animal. Oh. And she'd play like these instruments around it and burn some stuff. And it, it was, uh, it was interesting. Okay, you know, like, like fuck? I, yeah. <laughs> I, well, yeah, it was a baby, though. <laughs> um, you know, as a atheist, basically... It's I, I'm very fascinated by other people's religions, so I don't count one over the other. But I gotta say, of all the ones that I've seen in practice, this one was probably the most interesting one I've seen. So, so do they believe in a deity, or what's the deal with that? I think it's like nature. It's like nature. I don't think it's uh, sp- no. I never heard Menon uh, mentioned, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think it's more of an energy thing with the universe as opposed to a specific. God or prophet. Okay. Anyway, that's my that's uh, from what I understood. I mean, I'm, I'm judging this on like two hours of two hours. Of, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> of sitting in a forest and watching this thing kind of happen. So, I'm sure Sam and Joe have probably more insight into what Wiccans are up to than I do. Not I. Sam would know more than I do. <laughs> anything. <laughs> all right. Uh, so that's all the questions we had. Thank you, everyone, for the questions. We really appreciate it. And now we will take a break for some Deadly Grounds coffee. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. What watched? Yes. No. Um, did, shut up. Did everyone watch The Undertaker? Besides Sam? Well, I, I did a long time ago. Well, yeah, you did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll lead it off with Undertaker. We'll do a little group discussion here. It? I did. I watched it yesterday. Nice. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so The Undertaker is about um, a an undertaker who is also a serial killer. Um, and it's super creepy because it's played by, what's his face? I always forget his Joe damn name. Spinell. Joe Spinell. Joe Spinell uh, from Maniac fame. And, yeah, Steve was correct when it just looks like he's just, they're like, hey, just do whatever you want. We're just going to film it. <laughs> and he's just walking around muttering to himself. He's constantly mean to his, I don't even know who she is, but the girl that lives with him. And uh, he has the craziest look in his eyes. Um, but I can describe this for people that haven't seen it as 
like an a poor man, poor man's version of maniac. I guess that's the best way I can describe it because he's just a a crazy person, like literally. And he, yeah, it's just all over the place. But actually, I've, I fucking loved it. To be honest with you, um, yeah, it's weird. Eh? It's like there's nothing to describe it. It's there's something about it that's so interesting. Yeah, it's super weird. Uh, there's a scene at the end. I don't know if you guys noticed that he's just staring at the camera smoking and doing absolutely fucking nothing. It's almost like the camera crew was afraid to cut. <laughs> it was weird. Like, this movie is so odd. But his fucking performance is so creepy, but it doesn't come off as acting. It really comes off as him just being him. It's weird. He's he's great in it. He's great. He's great. Yeah. He's the perfect villain. Yeah. Yeah. He's, and he, he's yeah. a definite highlight. Did you not like it? No, no, he, I mean, he, I, I did, I enjoyed it. Uh, you know, I think some of the other performances are not great, and it's, it's, you know, but it's just, it's good 80s, like, solid cheese, no doubt about it. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I didn't love it, but I definitely enjoyed it. Uh, Joe, did you have others, or? What's that? Yeah, you have other what watches? Yeah, I, I only got one more, so if you guys want to go ahead. All right, I'll go, I, I have my three. Uh, so the first one is actually, so a while ago I talked about a movie I watched called Mennonite of the Living Dead, and it stars Jeffrey Mueller, who is someone that I used to listen to his podcast a long time ago, and we kind of talked on Twitter and stuff, and I played video games with him and stuff, and the movie Mennonite of the Living Dead was okay, but he, I thought he was a highlight in it, so now he uh, executive produced his own short film called The Forgotten which you can find on Amazon Prime in the U.S. Uh, it's not in Canada yet, but it will be coming uh, shortly. So it's a 13-minute film about uh, two soldier, uh, three soldiers who are in the woods, and they get attacked by a witch. And, man, like, for a short film, there's a lot of high production value in this. Uh, the score is surprisingly really good. Um, the, like, shots, like, it's well shot. Uh, he, again, is a great actor, so that was awesome. The witch is actually really cool-looking, uh, and her little minions are really well done as well. The costumes are a little, you know, can be a little bit better. They seemed a little uh, kind of, uh, like, fair-type costumes. You know, they, they were obviously not something that looked like they were worn for battle. It looks like, you know, kind of a Halloween costume. But overall, I thought this was a really good... 13-minute uh, short film. <clears throat> My actually biggest complaint is that it went by so fast that I was kind of hoping there'd be more and that they would explore these characters a little bit more. So if you get a chance, check it out on, on Prime. It's called The Forgotten. All right. Joe, did you want to give your one? Sure. Um, yeah. Uh, my, my uh, other one tonight is a 2020 release called Uncle Peckerhead. Uh, this one is a horror comedy about a uh, a pop like they're like kind of like a pop punk band uh, up and trying to be like you know up and coming your typical like you know startup band that's trying to make it big. Uh, they live together. They're about to be evicted from their uh, apartment. Their van ends up getting repossessed, and uh, they basically go on a hunt to find a van so they can go out on their tour. Uh, while, you know, searching for a van, they run into Pecker, Peckerhead, which is his name. Uh, and they're like, that's not your real name. And he's like, well, that's what my dad always called me. So that's why 
his name is Peckerhead, and they just go with it the whole movie. They call him Peckerhead. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Peckerhead ends up driving them around on tour, and surprise, surprise, what we find out is every night at midnight, uh, Peckerhead turns into a man-eating demon, and basically from there, madness ensues. Uh, this movie was super fun. Uh, it's super quirky, uh, humor, uh, honestly great performances like all around, especially from uh, the lead actress. Um, I cannot remember her name right now, but she was fantastic in it. Uh, Uncle Peckerhead is just awesome. Uh, he is just so endearing, and you're basically, like, rooting for him, like, almost the whole time. Uh, even, like, when he is doing bad shit, you're just, like, he just seems like such, like, a cool guy to hang with that you're just kind of rooting for him. And uh, I, I, like, love this movie. It is a fantastic horror comedy. Um you know, I think there were some, obviously, budgetary restrictions. They probably could have did a little more. But for what they had to work with, I thought it was great. And, uh, yeah, currently it's it's not sitting, in, like, near my top ten. But right now it would probably make my top ten. So I would definitely recommend it. Okay. Sam, did you have any? Ha. Huh. You got one. What? We started Lovecraft Country. Ugh. We started Love <laughs> con- Lovecraft Country. It was amazing so far. We watched the first episode. I'm really excited. Joe was not feeling it. And he's like, this is boring. Nothing's happening. So he went to sleep. And like two minutes later, that's when it really jumped off. And I was like, Joe, you gotta watch it. Good. Yeah, and I did. And it was awesome. And it got really good. And yep. uh, we were, I'm excited to continue on with it. We've only watched the first episode. Yeah. So we'll report back. But great start. When, when, what network is that? Uh, HBO. HBO, okay. All right, 1989's Iced, which has been brought up if you're uh, listening to any of our classic episodes by Damien Maffei as his jerkable horror flashback. Um, Iced is about a group of people that are in a cabin, and they ski and stuff like that. And um, years prior, this gentleman died on the skiing trip, and now, of course, he's coming back to kill them all. Um, uh, a lot of kills are done off screen. There's a lot of sex in this movie, so if you're into that, which you know a lot of people are, obviously, a lot of breasts and things like that. Um, unfortunately, a lot of the kills are off screen, and there's some really unintentionally hilarious moments. For example, if you guys remember that Austin Power scene where he's in like a steamroller and he's like a hundred yards away from that guy and he's just screaming the whole time. Uh, that happens in here with uh, like a ice or a snowplow. The guy has plenty of time to get away, but he lays there just, ah, ah, and he, like, slowly runs him over, and you don't even see him run him over. It's just, like, a blood splash of blood at the end. Um, but Ice is a really, like, nice, well-rounded 80s slasher. Nothing great, um, but definitely worth the watch. I thought I noticed Ooh. you started writing reviews on your letterbox. All right, Todd. I, to- I toyed with it. I toyed with it. Yeah, I've done a couple. <laughs> nice. Um, all right, so my next one is a recommendation from Joe and Armando, and that's 2020's One BR, so One Bedroom. Uh, it's about a girl who uh, moves to L.A. to get away from her father and to start a new life, and she applies to be in an apartment building that's uh, run by questionable people, and eventually they hold her captive and 
a bunch of stuff happens to bring her into kind of the cult of that apartment building. Uh, the movie reminded me a little bit of a mix of Lady in the Water slash Midsommar. Uh, Lady in the Water being because it's an apartment complex where you start to get to know the characters and the people who live there. And Midsommar because it's kind of about a cult and their little type of rules and everything. Uh, overall, i got to say, I really fucking love this film. Uh, I was kind of glued to my TV the whole time. Uh, I thought I was very interested in what would happen next, what her reaction to each situation would be. I thought the cast of characters were interesting. And uh, right now it's actually sitting in my top five of 2020. Uh, so I would recommend it to people for sure. Uh, I know it's polarizing. I heard some people really didn't like it. But for me, I was interested the whole way through. And uh, yeah, it was a fun one. And I think this one was on Shudder or maybe Netflix. It's Let me just Netflix. check that. It's on Netflix? Yeah, yeah. So it's on Netflix. So one BR. I think Sam was really going to love that one. Yeah, I all right, um, my next one is 2014's The Blackwater Vampire on Prime or Tubi, one of those. Um, it is a 100% Blair Witch ripoff um, from the setup to the execution to the lore. It just happens to be, um, you don't even know it's a vampire, and I mean, spoiler, it's in the freaking title. <laughs> um, but no, these kids are investigating a gentleman that's on death row, and it's actually played by Bill Obris Jr., um, He's got some... I forget what movie did we watch him in that he was pretty good in. Circus of the Dead. There you go. It's in that film. And they're trying to clear his name because they don't believe he killed anybody because they think the police forced his um, confession and things like that. Um, So we go off into the woods. Of course, they're ill-prepared, just like Blair Witch. And um, they interview a bunch of people. They're followed by crazy people. And, you know, people start fucking with their tents. They start leaving signs, just like Blair Witch. Um, but what saves the movie for me is that the effects are pretty damn good. There's like a couple small CGI spots that are pretty terrible. Um, but the vampire himself looks pretty freaky. And there's also like a random full frontal uh, that you would not expect. And a great, like pretty gross scene that leads to like a really great effect having to do with the girl's stomach, which I won't spoil if anyone wants to watch it. But, um, yeah, like I said, it's a Blair Witch clone, but... Um, I actually had a lot of fun with it. Like, I wasn't bored, which is a good thing. So, Blackwater Vampire, 2B or Amazon Prime, one of those. I'm definitely going to watch that one, Todd. Yeah, I mean, I think you like it. All right. Uh, my last one is one that was, I think it was Joe's uh, top ten, or at least honorable mention for the decade of the 2000 to 2009. And I wrote it down because it's been a long time since I've seen it. And that's The Descent, which I watched on Prime. Was it you, Joe, that had worse. this one? It was both Okay. The Descent I had, I think it was in my top, like, five. It might have been even my number oh, really? two, yeah. I think that one was number five for me, maybe. Okay, yeah, so yeah. So both of you mentioned it. I didn't because I don't think I'd watched it since it was on DVD the first time. Uh, so I decided to revisit it, and, I mean, what can I say about it? Uh, it's a great film. It's about a group of five girls who go into a cave uh, to kind of have a girl's adventure after one of the girl's uh, boyfriend or husband uh, dies in a pretty brutal fashion. And they get into this cave and they get trapped. And in this cave, there's these really cool-looking demon vampire-type characters that are just absolutely terrifying. Uh, This movie is 
just awesome. They're, the creatures are fucking great. Uh, the characters are, you know, kind of have a fun dynamic with each other. One of my biggest, like, fears is to get stuck in a cave like that and not being able to move. There's a scene in particular where a girl is stuck and the cave is starting to cave in on her and it's just like, holy shit. Uh, last summer I went into a cave and I went into a hole that was really, really small and I had a really hard time. Uh, getting through and never again <laughs> like as and seeing a movie like this just brought back those memories really vividly uh it's a great film you know just from top to bottom and uh yeah i definitely recommend people watch it it's a great one man and i don't know if it's as, like a common theory or, or if it's obvious but i think that the creatures are um old explorers that like got caught in there like they did and just had to like evolve into whatever the hell they are now but don't ever watch the sequel yeah it ruins the ending it does it yeah 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 yeah. alright well I watched a lot of movies so I got enough for the next episodes ooh yeah Train to Busan 2 coming up Peninsula I wasn't even aware that was out until people started talking about it. So. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. I think it's a good discussion piece just to we compare the some, two. Uh, we actually have some new horror movies coming out too now that are going to start starting to hit uh, EOD and stuff. Antebellum is coming out this month, which I know is a big release. There's a couple others too. I am excited. Yeah. Well, it's definitely that time of year, right, for all the new cool stuff to come out. And, uh, a lot of stuff is, like, a lot of the services are bringing old classics back that they didn't have. So uh, there's one I'm super looking forward to watching. I don't know if you ever guys ever watch this, but did you know that Turkey makes a lot of shot-for-shot remakes of American films? It was, like, a big thing, especially in the 70s and 80s. Yeah, they did a Star um, Wars one. Yeah, they did it a bunch. Star Wars is probably the most famous one. Mm-hmm. But I found out this week that they made an Exorcist shot for shot remake. Oh, oh shoot. And, and it's on Tubi, and I cannot fucking oh, wait to watch what's it. What's the name of it? Uh, right, let me look it up. Shit, I need, I need to know this. Like, uh, India does that shit a, a lot, too. Yeah, I, I know Turkey, for some reason, it's like a big thing there, or at least it used to be. Um, but yeah, I'm going to find it, and I'm going to let you guys know, because I'm so excited. Well, it'll be on my what watch for the next episode. That's definitely something I'm going to watch soon. That sounds awesome. And I'll just, I'll tell you guys. Actually, I got Tubi open right now. So, uh, Sat- Satan. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Satan. S C Y T A N. That's right. I'm going to put it on my list. I'll, I'll watch it too. Yeah. Oh boy, it looks dang. They really did copy the shit out of it. Oh, this. it's shot. It's shot for shot. So, oh, 1974. That's old. Yeah, no, it's probably been like a new thing. I can't wait to watch this. Well, I don't I'm know. Gonna watch it too. It just fascinates me. So, oh, wow. dude, Tubi's got some good shit. I know. I love Tubi. And this, I think it's the first week since I discovered Tubi that I didn't have a Tubi film on my watch, which is uh, disappointing. Mermaid Isle. Ooh, I'm gonna put that one on there. <laughs> I, I do that all the time. I, I go to search one movie and I yeah. have like ten of them on my fucking list. <laughs> Someone mentioned Don't Go in the House, and it's on Tubi, and it's a really good movie if you haven't watched it. I'll add it to my list. Yeah, it's about a dude that um, lures people into his house, and he has, like, a burn room, and he freaking burns them alive. 
Oh yeah, I think we were gonna pick that. It's one of the video nasties. Yeah. That's what we were gonna. I think I like d- debated on putting it like on for vote, but I don't think I did. Yeah. Tubi's got it. Tubi. Tubi. Turbo. All right, you ready for hard trivia? Nope. Yes, I am. All right. Well, let's see here. We had no trivia last week since we were toddlers, but we return to trivia this week as I try to find my score sheet. Uh, I can never find it. Here we go. All right. Currently, Sam has 35 points. Joe with 42 points. Steve with 54 points. And Todd with 62. I believe that is mm. updated and correct uh, point list. Ugh, yummy. <laughs> I want it. I need it. Although I didn't pay attention to the craft as much, so I might be fucked on this one. Well, I will start us off because all of my questions are semi-craft oh craft related this week. All right. First question. What Two 1996 horror movies where Nev Campbell Scream. and Ulrich both in. Scream. Correct. Correct. <laughs> I thought Steve was going to pounce all over that one. Nope. You suck. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I got to get in your head so you don't have a comeback. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right, I'll go next then. In Ghostbusters 2... What holiday are they celebrating during the climax of the film? Christmas. Both wrong. Joe? Oh, New Year's. Oh, it's New Year's, isn't it? New Year's. Oh. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. Joe gets I'll it. Yeah, I'll get to Joe. It's, it's New Year's. Damn it. Damn it. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, they fucking crashed the freaking party after they're in the river of slime. Damn it. That's, that's right. Oh, well. Underrated, man. I still like it a lot. I, like I, I do, lot. too. I like it a lot, too. Yeah. Um, I shall go. Alright, this one comes from Weezerface. Shout out, Weezerface. Thank you. She actually sent me this uh, last week, but I wasn't on. That that question was Weezerface as well, the first question. Alright, what is Baby Firefly's favorite movie star? Marilyn Monroe. Betty Boop. Betty Boop? Isn't that a cartoon? (laughs) Yeah, it's not a real person. Well, she sings. She sings. She sings the Betty Boop song, so that's why. Steve, do you have a guess? Okay, Firefly. Uh, I would have said Marilyn Monroe too, but I'm gonna go with Audrey Hepburn. Everyone is incorrect, and Marilyn Monroe is also what the victim guesses, and she's and she goes hmm, wrong. Betty Davis cuts his fucking scalp off. Shout out to top ten horror movies of all time. House of Courses. <laughs> Sammy. Sam. Okay, my question is also from Weezer Face. So thanks so much. This was sent in last week. And the question is How old was Linda Blair during the filming of The Exorcist? Sixteen. Joe said what? Twelve. Steve? Steve says the wrong the wrong answer. It's too old. What does Todd say? Let's see. Um, 11? Come on, Todd. I was hoping to guess. No, you guys are all Sorry. wrong. 13. 13 and Damn. also 14. 
Joseph. My turn again already. Yep. All right. Okay. What gifts washed up on the beach for Nancy? Sharks. Uh, sharks. Sam. Sam got the question. Sam, Sam got, got it first. Yeah. Steve. Woo woo. She did. I heard it. Sharks. Sharks. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. These are Uh, so this one comes from Weezer Face. Hey. All right. Uh, so she's being fair, sending us each one. Uh, what year was the original Funny Games released? Oh. oh, oh um, yeah. Fuck. Uh, two, 2005. 2001. 2002. Um, you're all wrong. Ugh. 98. Oh, oh, 98. Wow. I was going to say 97 <laughs> first. Fun fact, I saw For some reason I... I saw the remake in theaters and I absolutely hated it. It's the same thing. I didn't like the original either. Why did you see the remake? Well, because I had I watched the original the remake first. I hadn't seen the original, <coughs> then I went back and watched the original. It was pretty much shot shot remake. I don't like Tim Roth in the remake. Yeah, I don't like any. Kind of a bitch. Once they like fucking rewinded or whatever, I was like, all right, I'm yeah. watching this movie. Some people love it, though. I, I'm, I, think I'm I enjoy it. Man. I enjoy them both. Um, was it you or me, Steve? Next, it's, it's, I just, I just went. Oh, did you? But that, that was my, that was my question. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure we talk about this movie. So, what holiday is being celebrated in Blood Rage? Thanksgiving. Correct. Yeah, I think yeah, we, we, we reviewed that. Thanksgiving episode. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember what you said two seconds ago. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. My turn already. I'm not ready. Okay. Let me see how to word this. <laughs> I'm just going on a whim. Okay. Nev Campbell, the starred, <laughs> co-starred in the craft. She. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> name, name me two horror movies that two of her co-stars have been in. That's all I'm saying. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, like uh, from this well, movie? Uh, that we never had. What, like Ski or what? Matthew Lillard? Like, does that count? No, I want Phoenix. No, she means. Movies that her fellow cast members from this movie have been in. No, I Horror movies that. like. No, you don't? <laughs> Trying to help you. Okay. Give me a second. Sorry, Steve. Oh, I'm keeping this in. It's okay. hilarious. Nev Campbell has acted alongside two other actresses that have also starred in two horror movies. What are those? He already since his hair about That was it. That was Joe's question, practically. <laughs> practically. I, I still don't understand the question. Steve, were you answering? <laughs> I said Skeetal Rich and Feruza Bulk. Guys. 
Listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> oh my god, you, you don't get to ask questions. <laughs> if I say their names, then you're gonna know. Wait, all right, okay, all right, say it slow. Okay, Nev Campbell <laughs> acted alongside two other actresses that have also starred or acted or co-starred in two separate horror movies. So like Ro- Robin Turney. Yes. So in her entire film. Robin Turney. So Robin and Skeet, they're both in horror movies that weren't the same movie. No, actresses. Actresses. Christine, Ta- they- Christine Taylor and Robin Turney. Aren't we all right? Yeah, I don't know what the hell is <laughs> No, that's what I'm thinking. All right. Robin. Oh Robin. What was the correct answer? Guys. You don't make any damn Ryan sense. Rose McGowan. What? Rose what? McGowan? What? No. Okay, there are movies. Fine. Okay, here we go. Ready? This is going to break it down a little bit more. Okay, ready? Oh Nev Campbell. <laughs> 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 okay, no, really. Okay. Seriously, because you guys will get it. Ready? Okay. Yeah. Nev Campbell. Acted alongside two actresses from Party of Five. What are two horror movies that those two actresses were in? Black Christmas. Black Christmas, Black Christmas one, Lacey Chabert. She was in Black Christmas. What the fuck kind of question is this? And, uh, <laughs> I don't Christmas, know. And I know what you did last summer. Joe got it. Yes. Damn. <laughs> oh, my God. I, okay. I, I don't have five. Party of Five knowledge. <laughs> well, I'm sorry you grew up not enjoying your childhood watching Party of Five, Steve. I got it. Oh my god. That's a... <laughs> I wasn't prepared, so I was, I was thinking on a limb, Joe. Leave me alone. I loved it. That was great. I got the question right, so I'm all for it. Yeah, so why are you complaining? <laughs> Just with the Party of Five box set. Right. <laughs> I had a Party of Five Jennifer Love Hewitt poster on my wall in high school. Ooh. Not because you love the show. Not because I love the show, no. <laughs> okay. I think it's my turn? Yeah. Okay. How much money did Nancy and her mother... So one, 175K. Correct. Oof. Jeez. You've got it. I, I, I have it in my notes as exactly. that's not even that much money. <laughs> like, I don't get how they're buying fucking all this expensive shit. Like penthouses and shit. Yeah, yeah exactly. I was thinking that too. I guess back then it would have been a little cheaper, but that's still not like enough to like go fucking crazy and like live, live like fucking millionaires. <laughs> well, isn't that what happens when that kind of type gets a lot of money? They just blow it all like. Yeah, I mean, they're yeah. probably going to be poor again and like a year. <laughs> they're gonna get evicted because they they're like, oh shit, we went too crazy. Well, right. mom pays for a, a nice hospital, definitely. Well, wait, does she get a pension too since he died? We'll, have to, we'll discuss this later. <laughs> um, all right. So my next question, I was embarrassed I didn't know the answer to, and it blew my fucking mind when I found out about this. And it's totally designed for Todd, but I had Ooh. to ask this because it blew my mind. Uh. Who wrote the screenplay for 2004's Dawn of the Dead? Um, James Gunn. That's correct. I did not yeah. know that. Yeah, boy. I was like, holy shit. James, <laughs> like, I, also, I, I re- James Gunn? James Gunn also directed uh, Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, he's a yeah. big Troma. fucking Troma. I mean, that almost fucked him over for Disney. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, it did for a little bit. Yeah, yeah I had no excellent. idea he, he uh, wrote uh, Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. 
That's great. All right. Who asked that? Who wrote that question? I did. Oh, you did? (laughs) No, because I I watched the uh, Suicide Squad uh, reveal, Uh and they mention it in it. I'm like, what? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was like, fuck, where did that come from? All right. Uh, I also have a money-related question. Um, In Child's Play, how much does the peddler charge Andy's Uh, mom for the good guy doll? 200. No, uh, 100 and... Wait. 150. 135. $30. That's it. Oh, what fuck. a bargain. Really? I should get a point. What a bargain. First, 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 he's like, 50 bucks. And her friend's like, we won't pay more than 10. <laughs> and, he's like, and he's like, 30 bucks. And she pays 30. And I'm like, damn. But you got to think it's 80s. And she yeah. works at like a department store part-time. So that's that's a good chunk. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 30 bucks. On Factory Truth Studios is now selling horror themed wrapping paper, and one of them is the good guy wrapping paper. That is pretty That's fucking cool. cool. Yeah. Damn, shaking her head. All right, Sam. Sam what's wrong? <laughs> oh Not my really? god, here we go. <laughs> yeah, here All we right, go. Sam's last question. This is on a one, too. Okay, <laughs> ready? Yes. Mm hmm. Nev Campbell acted alongside. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys. It better not be about Skeetle Rich. Okay. Robin (laughs) Tooney wore a wig in the craft because she shaved her head. For what movie? Empire Records. Um, (laughs) Yep, that's correct. Fucking Joe. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good wig. I thought her hair looked nice in the movie. Empire Records, great movie. When I we met, when I met Robin, I actually had her sign Empire Records records. Oh. Along with Ethan Embry, who's also autographed. Nice. Well, that concludes trivia. Yep. Yes. Uh, so Sam got one point tonight to go to thirty-six. Joe received three points tonight to go to 45. Uh, Steve received two points to go to 56. And Todd also with two points to keep his lead the same at six mm. points. Thanks to Steve throwing that down the dead softball. <laughs> I guess. I, I, I really struggle with that one. I'm like, oh, I want, I want to ask it, but I, that's such a Todd question. <laughs> but I had to ask it. Fun fact, Zack Snyder, when they're in uh, Sarah Pauly's house, when they're watching TV, mm-hmm. the commercial is a commercial he directed. So, just in case you're the car commercial. I, I, I like his uh, movie aesthetic. I know a lot of people don't and shit. I, I love stuff. Yeah, it's, uh, I think he has a really cool cinematic aesthetic to his films. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, I'm waiting for his uh, Snyder cut, man. I'm hoping it's going to be cool. Snyder? Me too. I, yeah, I just wish they weren't so dark, like, not, like, I don't know, they're just, like, like, like uh, and I don't mean, like, depressing dark. Do you like it like red and bright? In general. <laughs> yeah, like your relic complaint, yeah. <laughs> oh, Todd, you want to talk relic. on Relic since you weren't here last week? Sure, uh, I gave it a 6.75, I believe I told you. Mm-hmm. Um, I really wanted to discuss it with you guys, it might have gone up, might have gone down, I'm not sure, I should probably listen to the episode, but... Um, 
I just thought that I would have liked them going more haunted with it, you know, because I thought the setup with the grandpa, that was very creepy, like the little shack in the woods and stuff. And I thought that's where the movie was going. And then I honestly didn't really understand at the end where it's like, I'm assuming it's a metaphor for her mind, um, you know, all the twisty turnings and everything in the house. Um, But I, I don't know. I just wanted more at the end. I think you should go back and listen, because I think we had a really good discussion. Okay. Actually, I don't even know if you mm-hmm. did go back and listen, because I think our audio got all messed up. Oh, really? Yeah, we got a bunch Oops. of, like, emails about, I don't know, Steve, what, like, uh, did, we, did the whole episode, is the whole episode lost, or just, like, a few minutes? So, so, so yeah, so the, apparently there was missing, like, nine minutes. Oh, shit. Uh, during the news segment, the first time we uploaded. So... I re-edited the whole thing, and then I, as I'm exporting it, I notice that nine minutes is gone again. I don't know why, because when I edit it, I, I hear that nine minutes. So I actually asked Joe for another file, and I re-edited it again, so I spent six hours editing last week's episode. Jeez. And that one works, but for some reason, people are still getting the error, and I don't understand, because I specifically like checked my file, I checked on the Dropbox, so I don't know why that one doesn't work. It's, I don't know. It's a fucking witchcraft. Well, it's just during yeah. the news segment. Uh, I think we should probably skip it this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that that's during the news segment, I mean. like. Yeah, it is during the, the news segment that we missed. Yeah, okay. part of. At least it wasn't during the review. Yeah, I'd go back. I'd go and listen to the review talk because I think we had, like, really good discussion on the movie. He doesn't want to go back okay. and listen to it. Well, he said he wanted to. Oh. He wants to go back and listen to it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's skip news this week. Go right to the crap. Okay. To the other kids at St. Bernard Academy, they were the girls who didn't belong. Whatever you do, stay away from them. Why? They're witches. But after years of being on the outside... Why'd you lie about me? I don't want to go out with you again. Please, stop begging. It's pathetic. Four girls are about to discover the dark side. You ever heard of invoking the spirit? Black magic. We can make things happen. I mean, this is it. This is real. Columbia Pictures welcomes you to the witching hour. Check it out, her spell is working. Sit. <laughs> Craft came out in 1996, directed by Mr. 
uh, Andrew Fleming. It stars Robin Tooney as like a, yeah, Tooney, I think it's Tiny, Tooney, whatever. Plays a girl that's moving into a new town, um, brand new high school, and as soon as she gets there, she starts having problems with, uh, you know, the, the dickhead jock guy played by Skeet Ulrich. Uh, and then she starts hanging out with uh, Fruza Balk, Nev Campbell, and Rachel True, who are uh, practicing witchcraft, and they're kind of the outcasts of the school. Everyone's like, hey, don't look at them. People look the other way when they walk by, things like that. Um, they, all three of them have their problems as well as, um, Robin's character who lost her mother during childbirth, um, and has, you know, she tried to kill herself at one point and now she's just trying to figure out high school in a brand new area with these witches. Um, and then we, it pretty much starts like right off, um, with the girls and like their hijinks because, um, Robin hooks up with uh, Skeet Ulrich's character, but like turned down, you know, to go back to his place. And then he goes around the school saying, like, yeah, I fucked her, and she sucks, and stuff like that. And that kind of leads Robin into hanging out with uh, the three chicks more. And they uh, go to a witchcraft store, and then it just goes from there. Um, Sammy, this one's close to you, man, so why don't you talk about it? Do I have to? Yeah, I have to. I feel like I've already said everything about it. I don't care. Um... Tell us about the when you're watching it when you were a kid. Yeah, when, how old were you? When did you first watch it? Um, I was in middle school, and I remember me and my best friend at the time, the one that I told you guys about. Shout out. No, not a shout out. Oh, uh, never mind. The traumatic experience I told you guys about. Nah. It was that. Oh, best no, I, I thought she. Was, I thought she was nice though. She was nice. She was nice. Um, But her dad used to take us to Blockbuster all the time, and we would rent the craft every single weekend. We'd watch it Friday night, Saturday night, and before I got dropped off to go back home. Um, I wanted to be them. I wanted a little spooky squad like these girls. I wanted to dress like them. I wanted to do my makeup like them. Um, Did you? Sometimes I did, yeah. Sorry, we're watching it right now, so I'm, like, busy. Um, I don't know what else to really say about it. It has a good, fun soundtrack. It's, like, a 90s movie. Um, I just really like it. Yeah, it's definitely a good window into 90s. Yeah, I think so. For good and bad, in my opinion. Yeah. This came out before Scream, right? 96? Same year. Oh, before or after Scream, though. Before. Before. Yeah, before. Like, right before, yeah. Alright, well, I'll go next then. You should know you're a Scream fanatic. I love Scream. Uh, so, yeah, I I have a lot of nostalgia for this movie, I guess, because, like, I grew up watching it uh, a lot as well. I feel like it was on TV, like, a lot when it first came, like, when, like, once it released on VHS. I never saw it in theaters or anything. But, uh, yeah, I think it just, it was just, like, a really, like, fun, spooky movie. Obviously, all the girls were really cute in it, too, so, like, that, I obviously gravitated, gravitated towards that as a young adolescent boy, um, watching it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was just, like, a really, uh, it's, you know, and it still holds up, I gotta say, like. I think so. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, it's a good story, it's actually, like, has some good bits of, like, horror in it as well, um. Yeah, I mean, it's just, like, just a really, like, fun, entertaining popcorn flick. 
Um, for me, yeah, it's a good. You know, it's, I haven't seen this since. Oh, here we go, Steve. <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> I, I, I hadn't seen it since the late '90s, probably. And it's really got that '90s vibe that I really like. Uh, I just love movies. Period, because that's when I was really starting to get into film. So it reminds me of that time in my life. Um, I like the characters in this movie. I like the way they play off each other. Uh, what I will say is I think the first half of the movie is actually stronger than the second half. Hmm. I preferred where they were going with it, with uh, them kind of you know, using their powers against bullies and the consequences of doing that rather than where they ended up going in the film at the end. So I was a little disappointed as to what direction they went with the film. But overall, it was a really enjoyable experience. I'm with Steve on this one. I can tell Steve is a little, little less on it, I think, unless I'm reading him wrong. Yes. That's what I think. <laughs> um, yeah, I first time watching it since a teenager. Um, yeah, I think I think it was on TV a lot, Joe, because that's where I, I think I watched it. Um, but yeah, as a kid, huge crush on all the chicks, and I mean, they're all beautiful. Even Frieza, as a crazy fucker she is, she's still got a, like a crazy hot to her. Um, that being said, though, I, I just, I felt like it was, it was just missing something, which I don't even know if I can place. Um, it was kind of disturbing, though, with uh, Skeet Ulrich, and it's kind of, yeah. like, seeing, this seems, like, corny, but seeing, like, some of the stuff the girls go through is kind of like, damn, that's fucked up, you know? Mm -hmm. In my head, they can't really defend themselves because they're just, you know, you're labeled a skank or whatever, and that's your label you're stuck with. Um, And then when he tries to rape her, like when it backfires on her, like he loves her so much that he's just going to rape her in the fucking hill. Um, That was pretty scary, too. But I I felt like they could have gone deeper because at, like, towards the end, I think Fru's a... Overacts, yeah, a, a bit, and it kind of like takes you out of it. Like she's screaming and shit, and she's like, "Shut!" Um, I kind, I kind, I could have gone with more. I, I wish they would have gone, gone there a little bit more. Like maybe they actually do kill her parents, and it's gruesome. Um, it's not just all fake stuff, you know what I mean? I think they could have done that a little bit differently, but um, other than that, I mean, I still enjoy it. And this will still be like a watch every couple of years, maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I'll watch it when my daughter's old enough with her, you know? Yeah, I mean, it has, like, a lot of pretty important themes to it. You know, you got bullying, you got, um, you know, racism, you got self-harm. I mean, that's why I say it's still pretty, like, relevant today, and that's why, like, I don't think it needs a remake, because, like, there's so many, like, uh, important issues. Like, obviously, this is, like, movie was made for, you know, young, adolescent girls, right? Am I right about that? What'd you say? Teens. Like teenage, yeah. It's definitely a chick flick. Like a teenage girl. Yeah, it's definitely like more of a chick flick, but I mean, I still think there's like enough in there, even the, it's a good like date night movie, honestly, um, to watch like with, uh, you know, the wife or your girlfriend. Um, Because, you know, there's a lot lot of good stuff in it, and there's pretty cool. I love when she turns into the uh, cockroach, too. That's like a really fun like transformation. Um, When all the cockroaches like uh, climbing all over and stuff. There's some pretty cool stuff. Yeah. I like when the homeless guy gets run over. That's a really good, yeah. 
good graphic scene, like his head goes into thing and everything. Um, I, I, I felt though, like, I don't, I, I kind of sensed that it might've been a little difficult for the actresses to take the source material seriously. Like kind of, I don't know. It, it seemed like they cracked a little bit with some of the stuff, especially Bob's character. Um, just so maybe that's just cause her, her overacting or something, but it was just, I don't know, kind of silly at times, you know? Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Like, Feruza does get a little, like, over the top, um, especially towards the end there. Um, I mean, it didn't, like, take... Personally, it didn't take me out of it, but I, I definitely can see uh, what you're saying on uh, that end. I don't know. What do you think, Sam? Didn't bother you? You were no. into it? Yeah, I was yeah. into it. Like the snakes. Did you play Light as a Feather? Was Light as a Feather Sims aboard, like, big before this movie, or did this movie, like, popularize it? Uh, it was big before. It was big before, yeah. I remember my sister playing with her friends, too, after this movie. That's a, I mean, that's obviously, like, a really, like, iconic scene. I guess. Would you say that's the most iconic scene in the movie? That or the bus where she's like, we are the... Well, yeah, we're the weirdos, weirdos mister. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> obviously, the most... I mean, there's fucking shirts of that now and, like, coffee mugs and stuff. So, you know, that is a big one. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of things in this movie that I feel that they just didn't go for, like Todd was saying. Uh, you, you talked about the guy who is kind of going after uh, Sarah with the snake. Yeah, that's and pretty fucking random. It, it just, like, you think he's, he's, like, he's going somewhere with this, right? Because it's a random, like, hobo that goes to her door with a snake and you see him again in the street later, and then he dies, and we that's it. He never comes back. So that was weird. He said he had girl, a dream about her, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah a dream well, that she dies. she's so powerful, like, he knows. He, like, is looking for, I don't know, maybe he's going to, like, cast a spell for him to turn around his... Well, he is, like, the excuse, right, for them. Like, he's, like, the reason they all, like, realize that they have powers together, because they said all, like, four of them thought about getting hit by the car, and then it actually happened. So, like, but he's in the middle of the street, though. It's like, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, but I feel like, it, like he's <laughs> he's basically a plot device. That's all he's in there for. Yeah, yeah. yeah and he, then uh, I felt the same way about uh, the girl's shop. You know, that room, kind of mm-hmm. in the in the back room, that's yeah. like super cool and everything. And we finally get to go into this room, and then she freaks out. She leaves, and we never see it again. <laughs> it's just like, and I feel the movie has a lot of things like that. Like, why the sharks? You know coming up on shore and there's just a lot of stuff that they just present and don't explore and it just ends there and that kind of frustrated me i think yeah i would have liked to see more with um mana is that is that his name the like deity they tried to like Menon, yeah. yeah they mm-hmm. tried to bring out um i would have liked yeah. to have like some with like him like maybe like even at one point maybe see him or like see him like take over nancy's body because right he like he's in nancy at the end of the movie right like he's the mm-hmm. one that's making her like evil and right that's how i took it anyway yeah yeah so yeah that, that was that was really one of my big beefs with the movie is that it just went in places that didn't really materialize and i just wish they explored some of this stuff more so. uh any favorite scenes that stand out to you guys yeah uh for me it's when you see all the like the, everything turning into tarantulas and scorpions and yes. maggots and all that shit. I thought that was really cool. And for something that's obviously special effects for 
the mid nineties, I thought it was pretty fucking good. Uh, it never took me out of it. You know, it never seemed unrealistic. I thought they did a great job with that. Uh, yeah. I like the slow motion walk scene when they're all confident. Yeah. <laughs> they're like bouncing. They got the 90s music blasting. Smiling. No, I just, the 90s, man, I, it just, whenever I hear like the 90s music, it just bugs me. <laughs> what? What? I uh, love the I don't 90s, know. man. I do too. The 90s and 90s. Yeah, like Sam, grunge like, crap. Me and Sam always put on like 90s, like alternative yeah, in the car. Yeah, Nirvana. No, not even. Yeah. I'm like a like a third eye blind. Uh, oh, like like gin blossoms, like stuff like that. Gotcha. Favorite uh, scene for you two? I mean the co- I love I love the cockroach scene, scene which I had already spoken of. Um, and I like when uh, Nancy uh, seduces Skeet and turns into oh, Dara. Yeah, that's, that's like scary. a really yeah, that's a pretty cool scene. It's strange how uh, different Skeet looks in the matter of a couple months that this is shot. Yeah, him. right. Yeah, he does. Scream. Well, it looks like it's. It feels like he aged like ten years between this movie and Scream. Yeah, it does. Because <laughs> they made him into a sexy bad boy in Scream. Bad boy with his long hair. Bad boy with yeah. his long greased looking, damn hair. Licking the uh-huh, licking uh-huh, that uh-huh. corn syrup off his fingers. Oh yeah, wearing that white tight T-shirt and those oh, blue jeans. Yeah. Keep going. So cute. Would you settle for PT thirteen? There's my next movie. Oh, <laughs> it's like man loser. It's like something. <laughs> he falls off the window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scary movie's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um. All right. Well, let's rate it. Let's do it. Sure. Sam, is it a 10 out of 10 for you? I don't know. What should I rate it, Todd? <laughs> I mean, I'm I, thinking really, you'll... I really love it. Um, I'm going to go with an 8. Ooh. An 8. I'm going to do an 8. That's low. 8.5. 8.5. I still think that's low, considering you watched it every day. Every day of the weekend for like a year. We're giving it a 9.3. <laughs> All right, better. <laughs> Todd just talked to you to, to bring your score up a full, like, 1.3 points there. <laughs> Pure pressure. Yep. So. Um, go ahead, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's, like, a really, like, fun watch, especially, like, this time of the year. Um, my score might be a little skewed just because, like, I did grow up with it. I do have, like, a lot of nostalgia for it when I – when I do watch it, it, it does put me in, like, a certain mood. Like, it just kind of brings me back to those years and stuff. So, um, yeah, it has a little soft spot in my heart for it. So I'm going to give it an 8. I think I give it a 3 on Letterbox. <laughs> so stars. I think that translates 3 stars. Three, six. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's go 6.9. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm around there as well. Uh, I give this a 6.5. Uh, I enjoy it. Uh, not something I'd necessarily revisit in the next decade, but I don't know. It was like, a, I'm glad I watched it, but not something that I loved or anything. So uh, 6.5. Good, but not great. 
Did you, did you say it was the first time watch? No, I saw it in the 90s. My, my sister okay. watched this a lot. That's right. Uh, when we got it on DVD. Uh, so I probably watched it like 10 times between 96 and 98. Huh. And then I haven't watched it since. You think it's like just like a man-woman thing, like with this one? Because obviously it's more of like a, I would say, geared towards woman film. So you think that's I mean, funny, like... it, it could be. I mean, could, Sam, do you enjoy something like American Pie? Where it's more like men? No. Yeah, maybe I, mean, I don't like, hate it, but I don't like it yeah. as much as Joe does. Right, and, exa- and I think that's exactly the point, right? Uh, I think maybe there's something that's lost because I'm a man on, in this film. Whereas it's what I meant, too. It's like yeah, pretty much the same, right? Yeah, this film definitely is like a big like woman empowerment yeah. type thing. So I could definitely see women definitely like gravitating more towards it. And, uh, absolutely. And I think it feel, it deals with a lot of women's issues as, um, right. as well that men just don't understand. Men yeah, we're just ding dong ditching. No, of course, men. Yeah, men do, but like, not like we we're never in fear of like someone loving us so much that they're gonna like overpower and <laughs> rape us, you know? Um, there's yeah, like, no men. There, of course, no, there are men, men that, that get, get stalked no, from uh, women. Yeah, no, there are, but uh, it's just not as prevalent. Like, as, yeah, or or a good example is that uh, you know the revenge for being racist is losing her hair. I lost my hair. I'm not racist. Like it wasn't a big deal. I just shaved it off, and that was the end. Like hey, Bruce man, Willis did. Right, exactly. Yeah, like right. men don't just... care enough about their hair to like if they're losing well, it, they're not gonna like. like that's out. barely a punishment to me. If you lost your wiener, you would care. Yeah, you, yeah, exactly. If the, in this movie there was a guy who lost his wiener, like just fell right. off, because like I would be like, oh fuck, like. <laughs> I gotta be nicer to people. Yeah. Yeah, like, with Skeet, Skeet's character, like, he was, like, peeing, and all of a sudden you see his dick fall in the toilet. That would have been good, Dean. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> yeah. I, I never really understood that. Like, why Why is it his punishment loving her? Like, it's not a punishment. He's a huge dick. Why does she want him? I just don't understand. No, she just, she really did like him. Yeah. And, like, so, like, yeah, I know, but I, even after all that, like, like goddamn. Yeah. I don't understand Skeet's angle, because... Obviously, she likes him, right? And it's a first date, bro. She just got to the state, the school, gave her some time. But she doesn't, like, reject him hard either, you know? So she doesn't want to have sex with you on their first date. You're going to, like, 100% ruin your chances. Like, you're a fucking idiot. Like, he could have dated her for a couple months or weeks or whatever, and he would have slayed her anyway. So, like, I don't understand him. Well, but maybe he didn't really like her, though. Maybe he was just wanting to get, to in, get her in her pants. Like, obviously, if you get mad the first encounter that there is, then clearly your intentions weren't. But what does that say for Sarah, that she, like, treated her like shit, and she still wants to, like... She's got those issues. ...to be in love with him. (laughs) Fucked up. I I also thought, um, Feruza, or what's her name, Nancy and, uh, Nev Campbell's character were gonna have a relationship together. That would have been interesting, actually, if they, like, went, like, a route like that. And I could see them doing something like that in the remake. Yeah, because yeah, they kissed on the lips yeah. during the thing. And well, the other chicks did cheeks. What? They all kiss lips when they do that little ritual in the woods. No, I thought they kiss on the cheek on the other, the other chicks. Mm-hmm. Like okay, Robin you and... Be. Yeah, you could be right. Yeah, it was on a cheek, yeah. Okay. So only those. So they gave a little <laughs> slipped little tongue, you know. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Who knows what they were doing behind yeah, closed doors? I see like some like them doing like a lesbian character, the, the new one. Yeah. 
They'll have every representation of the new one for sure. Uh, horse got approved. Hell yeah, I say so. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, welcome back to school, everybody. That was our theme. So for all the kids out there, schools back in session. Sorry, everyone. Oh. And, and for all the parents that were hoping the kids would be back at school and you can have some time sucks to be you. <laughs> it's <laughs> all digital. <laughs> Myself included. <laughs> um, and I think we're taking next week off because Steve and Todd are both moving. Um, and together. Stay tuned. <laughs> Sam and I may do a bonus episode. We may not. We're not promising anything. But uh, if not, Love we'll life a couple weeks. If we can come up with something. Yeah, we'll think. We'll see. We'll brainstorm. No promises. Just talk about geopolitical stuff. Oh, God. I'm scared. Not too bad. Uh, no, thanks. <laughs> I'm good. We'll see. All right. But uh, if not, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Um, and I'm not sure what we're covering, but we'll be up. Something new. Didn't we have an idea of what we were covering next week? Well, we talked about Peninsula, but it's not available in Canada. There, so there, there's, some, there's something else that uh, something? that was available. Well, Ante- is Antebellum coming out soon? Like I no, it's, it's the week after, I think. The week after. The week after that. All right, we'll figure it out. There, there are. Oh, we could do Sputnik. Oh, yeah, Sputnik's out for me, yeah. or for us. I don't know if it's available uh-huh. in Canada or not, but it's... We finally got Z and Yummy, so or we're getting it this month. Z and Yummy? Yeah. No, it's Canadian. It's it's now Canadian, it's Z. Oh, you guys <laughs> oh I didn't know that's a thing. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. Ooh, we, uh, we don't Z need a song, well. too. <laughs> yeah, Z, Z or Sputnik, I'd be down for it. Well, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. All right. All right. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye, thanks for listening.